Well, we talked with Chicago activist Xavier Ramey last year about the protests after the murder of George Floyd. And he warned about protests being co-opted by outsiders, a co-opting that he now thinks was not very successful. And he talked with WBEZ's Natalie Moore. Here's their conversation. So it sounds like the co-opting wasn't successful. And you don't think that the Black Lives Matter movement was damaged by the looters The bigger issue is the backlash that some in this country are having against racial justice in this so-called year of reckoning. Yeah, the backlash is real. (laughs) But the backlash is always real. From from the the point of emancipation, there was reconstruction and then the great backlash um, in the first sense by the American government and and the concessions that, that white legislators made by sacrificing black safety. Um, that is still the case. What we've just seen just recently around voter suppression, where you said looting, it, it just really struck something for me that I don't think that people truly understand uh, what it means to make space for a person's righteous anger. What we saw last summer in many ways was righteous anger. We saw also people taking advantage of an opportunity that I'm neither going to judge nor nor fully support. At the end of the day, the underlying current of what we were trying to do, I believe, was accomplished, which was to raise the consciousness of America. Diversity, equity, and inclusion, or DEI, is the buzzword now. The and big buzzword. The big buzzword. And your company, Justice Informed, does this type of consulting. Are you turning down a lot of clients? And how do you do this work that doesn't make you feel like you're being co-opted? We are definitely turning down a lot of clients. (laughs) Um, I was just looking at our Google Analytics uh, over the last week and I was comparing year over year. Um, We saw roughly an 800% spike in the two weeks following the death and murder of George Floyd. We then saw what I think a lot of small boutique DEI firms saw, which was a stabilization, but a stabilization at a higher level. Um, We were, I think, fortunate and, um, you know, we got to be choosy. Every person that called Justice Informed, uh, I let them all know. Uh, We work with folks who can potentially become a model in the world for a standard of equity none of us have ever seen. We don't want to have to sell anything. We want to work with the willing. We want to preach to the choir. Um, And so we had to create mechanisms to screen out the people who either were too immature in their journey or the people who uh, did not even know that they didn't want this. A year ago, you expressed concern about whether the city's efforts to rebuild would prioritize black and brown neighborhoods. Is there urgency to restore those neighborhoods today? You know, when we talked about restoration last year, what we were really talking about at the core of it was understanding that I believe The greatest act of civic negligence in our city today is the way that we look at the funding of the carceral state, the funding of police and prisons in lieu of the funding of opportunities for sustainable lives for people of color. The city of Chicago should have been working urgently on creating non-police solutions and investing in non-police solutions for black and brown communities. This is a year hence. And I'm looking back and I'm saying, I don't see much investment. Not only that, I don't see much drawdown at all. From the mayor's office, I don't hear the conversation around urgency as it relates to even this, you know, recently, this weekend, you know, 50 people or so being shot. Uh, The very language of our police commander, 
uh, and our, our police superintendent is still one of penalty and criminality. There's not an understanding of all the things that people said was more important last summer. Chicago activist Xavier Ramey speaking with WBEZ's Natalie Moore.